0: Substitutiary locomotion. That's it, that's all I remember. Welcome
1: back to Showcase. <laughs> Movie musical podcast. Portobello Road. I love to buy my stuff at Portobello Road. <laughs> Get my wares and things
0: at Portobello Road.
1: <laughs> Dumb.
0: Uh, Welcome back to Showgaze a Movie Musical Podcast where we talk about officially we're back to talking about movie musicals.
2: Yes, yes. A real movie musical.
0: A real movie musical. Molly, how are you?
2: I'm good. How are you?
0: I'm well, thank you. RJ, how are you?
2: I'm okay. How are you?
0: Great. RJ, this week you are challenged to. Our moms are going to be pissed. That I don't they're... care. We're wrapping it up. Molly's got Bluetooth no headphones that that we are nervous they're going to die. So
1: a peek behind the curtain and We've got. I mean, it's such a long movie. We have to get through so much important.
2: I'm sure that maybe. after Priscilla, our listeners will be happy for a shorter episode. Oh, that's right. We did just record a two and a half hour episode.
0: RJ, this week you have the challenge of. Summarizing the plot of Disney's bed knobs and broomsticks in one minute or less. And your time starts now.
1: During the bombing of London in World War II, orphan siblings Charlie, Carrie, and Paul are sent to the countryside to be temporarily homed in Miss Eglantine Price's house. It is stuffy and a little outdated, and she prefers solitary confinement, which the children take as a sign to leave. But on their exit, they find out that she's an apprentice witch while she is training to fly with her broom. Charlie attempts to blackmail Price by revealing to the town she's a witch, and she barters with the children by charming a bed knob with a traveling spell that can take them anywhere. Char- uh, Price finds out the College of Witchcraft is closing and she will not be receiving any more material which foils her plans to learn the final spell. With a, de- with a bed knob, they travel to her professor Mr. Emilius Brown and finds out he is a con magician and the spells are just what he read from an old book as a scam. Realizing Price is a true magician and the spells do work he joins their group as Price finds the final spell for Substitutiary Locomotion, the ability to make inanimate objects come to life. Through finding the missing spellbook at Portobello Road and the final spell words, in- spell words in the island Nibumbu, Price makes the spell work just in time to prevent their hamlet and the village from invading Nazi soldiers through making medieval armor from the town museum come to life. Price adopts the children. Brown joins the service and the children keep their magic bed knob close for more adventures. Uh, Just a little shy, like five seconds off.
2: Yeah. I want to say like often we find that our summaries are really top heavy. Like it's a lot of information from the beginning, but I also want (laughs) to emphasize that so much of that was like the first 30 minutes of the movie. (laughs) And that so little happens after mm-hmm. that point that it would be difficult even if somebody told me give give, like you don't have the one minute limit mm-hmm. right I would have a lot of trouble filling out the second half of the movie for sure
1: literally and I was right as I was writing this I was like I'm well, getting this into starts... this problem that it's like super top heavy but I was like honestly the second half I can just write like a two sentence it's just summary.
2: vibes it's just vibes <laughs> the second half <laughs> yeah.
1: there's
0: no way you could start this movie and audiences walking into this movie in 1971 were like this movie's definitely gonna end with a Nazi battle right <laughs>
2: well the uh the placards at the beginning whatever you call them the like
0: the, the title sequence
2: <laughs> the title sequence we're looking at a lot of medieval tapestries and you're like great i'm getting this setting we're going to be in medieval time mm. like i thought it was going to be set in medieval time mm. and then all of a sudden swastika yeah. just like the
0: last <laughs> Huge five
2: Huge. seconds of this medieval tapestry thing is like and then the nazis have made you're like wow we skipped a, a lot of history there <laughs> in the middle but okay yeah.
1: <laughs> so you were expecting this is going to be like once upon a mattress like we are in like a Yes. Yeah.
2: Yeah. 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 Because I didn't, I really didn't know anything about it. I'm, I'm taking control of the podcast out of it. I'm to just take us to this now. Molly, what's
0: your relationship to this musical? I didn't know
2: anything about it. I didn't know anything about it except that we picked it for like, we try on the podcast to do a mix of older mm-hmm. and newer work and it was in the older category. So in my head before we started, it was like a 25 days of Christmas stop motion, 1950s. Mm-hmm. Oh. Like that's what I thought it was going to be. Then I opened up Disney Plus and saw Angela Lansbury and was like, well, now I'm excited. I was not excited until this, but I saw Mm. Angela Lansbury, got excited. But Mm -hmm. then Medieval Tapestries, I was like, hey, so like Knight's Tale, this is going to be like Mm. medieval stuff. Ever after, yeah, something. And then, yet again, wrong. So just every expectation (laughs) I had was subverted immediately. It's
0: definitely, it's definitely (laughs) subvert. It's so subversive. This movie is so, (laughs) subversive. Just cursing with subversion. RJ, what's your uh, relationship to this piece?
1: I just knew that there was a movie that existed called bednobs and Broomsticks mm. that happened after Mary Poppins about, mm. and the, just like knowing that like they tried to do it again. Like that was kind of like the thing that I knew of it, that they tried to do another live action with like animated sequences this time, but still, but like... S- clinging to the same formula of like a magical person takes you through there's a stuffy person that you have to like convince that magic is real and there's children involved and dancing Mm -hmm. animals in cartoons so i knew that it was a magic bed Hmm. and i knew that it was angela lansbury from the production that was it so
2: question did you also just describe jingle jangle (gasps)
1: Oh, no.
0: So you well no, were... that's not magic. That's science.
1: Oh, that's
2: right. <laughs> that's science. Oh, sorry. Uh,
1: that's it's, science. It's very you. possible. Well, I mean, Molly, I think you may have just proven the point then that we made in Jingle Jingle that it's a Mary Poppins. <laughs> Thank knockoff. you. Thank you, Molly, for reiterating my point. point.
2: No, I don't think we ever said that. I don't think that's have happened. <laughs> I think yeah. we may just be showing that there is an archetype of magical movie and that perhaps we shouldn't mm. you and maybe know, they're things all together. influenced
0: from one specific piece Mary Poppins we're on the same we're saying the same <laughs> thing Molly it's fine you know because magical movies
1: didn't exist before that yeah you know? correct special yes. effects Mary weren't Poppins available magic yeah, mm. yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: Um, so I had seen this when I was little mm. uh, when I was young uh, like a
1: VHS situation yes, a, v- mm. a
0: rented VHS moment okay um, and I remember definitely being like, this is fine. Even as a kid, I was like, this is, you know, this is, is this as good
1: as it gets. Mid. Yeah. As the kids say, yes. Yes.
0: It's based. giving mid. <laughs> um, Yeah, it was fine. Wait, is
2: based good? I thought bass was good. Base is
0: good. Okay. Mid is, mid is mid.
2: Mid is mid, right? So it's not, it's medium. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Cool. Um, I don't really have strong feelings for this. I really don't know any of the songs in this, which is kind of funny because I feel like Disney songs even sometimes ones from movies that aren't as famous, you'll still like, like candle. I'll be your candle candle on on the water. water. It was like an actual hit for the company, even though like Pete's dragon was not like a successful film. Mm. Um, So it's weird to me that none of these songs, I mean, it's not weird (laughs) listening to them because I'm like, these are not good,
1: but. (laughs) And the thing is I've listened to a lot of like Disney anthology type. Yeah. Albums where it'll have like one song from like, you know, like that darn cat, or like one song from like a random uh,
3: lavender blue. Shirt, just some dilly, random dilly. song, yeah.
1: I, I don't think bedknobs and broomsticks ever appeared in any of those anthologies, like because I, I thought it's the deepest deep cut. Yeah, like I thought there was gonna be a song that I recognized, and there wasn't. I was like the oh, most. Yeah. The
0: most famous song from this movie is probably sub. I'm sorry, uh beautiful briny. I think that's Mm. the one that is. That
1: one was the song that they performed
2: in the ocean.
0: ocean, Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah,
2: It's It's the one that feels
0: the most Mary Poppinsy. Yeah. Yeah. Mm.
2: Very much. I mean, none of it's not it's very it is very mid in that like it's not there's nothing wrong with the songs. You're not listening to it being no. like this is actively bad. It's just right. not yeah. memorable.
0: And you yeah. know the secret is is that for a lot of the Disney canon, that's really what their films are, is they're just perfectly fine. Like the it's yeah. just wonderful. I
1: mean to, to this day. The, it's just
2: like the, the programming that you two have gone through. This well, thank you. <laughs> I think they're just so I
0: think they're so inoffensive that they're not like they're not bad right but they're yeah. like fine but when one hits and like really like that's why it's kind of iconic that like the early 90s had so many hits in a row because it was like mm. the company never really done that before where it was like okay, so wow. taking
2: song taking Song of the South out of it what do you think is the most offensively bad Disney movie
1: the live action Dumbo Tim Burton's Dumbo. Tim Burton's Dumbo. Yeah, Oof, it was really. I haven't bad. seen a
2: single live-action Disney film, and I feel great about that decision. I
1: think that's a good decision. The most I think Cinderella yeah, really is the bad. closest one that you I've might been appreciate. Told to watch
2: Cinderella, yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: because it's like you know, it's a kind um, of branoff film. My day, pure so.
2: neutral Lily James.
0: Yes. maybe maybe the Lone Ranger when they had Johnny oh. Depp play oh. Tonto.
2: See, but I'm but I mean like I like was trying to get it like not offensive like offensive on a like identity political level, but like just it is bad would home on the range be there or that
0: i've never actually seen home on the range i've heard no, not either. great things but um it's the roseanne bar five mm. animated movie
2: and wow what a what a figure that's aged well in culture yeah, yeah, yeah um yeah. <laughs> maybe we should do a side a side quest podcast where we just try to find the worst disney movie
0: yeah i mean even the like i mean black cauldron's pretty pretty bad um and there are obviously even the ones that are like, quote unquote, good. They're like point like I love Hunchback, but the gargoyles do not work in that film because There's they're so comed- like it's too they went too far in the opposite direction to try to balance yeah. it out. Um, I mean, yeah, it's it's hard, though. I mean, a lot of the a lot of those like live actions from like when Walt was alive are just like they made a movie and they did it and it looks fine. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Anyway, um, so Bedknobs and Broomsticks. So it originally started out as a book called The Magic bed Knob" or How to, Be- How to Become a Witch in 10 Easy Lessons from 1944. It was written by Mary Norton, a British author. Um, the story of that book is that while spending a summer in the country, a weekend in the country, uh, the children find out the spinster next door is a witch. For their silence, Miss Price gives them the enchanted bed knob that will take them wherever they want to go and they have magical adventures on the bed. Um, and then the sequel comes out three years later. It's called Bonfires and Broomsticks. And it takes place two years after the first book. The children stay with her again. And they go back in time to the time of Charles the Charles II, King Charles II. And they meet a necromancer named Emilius and bring him back with them.
1: So that still means the same thing now than it did in the 40s, right? It is a magician that plays with like life and death
0: yes reanimating corpses reanimating basically. corpses yeah that's
2: okay. what i think yeah it's not yeah they don't cause Nothing's death changed. right they just no. they it's not reanimate and, corpses, and it's not necrophilia
0: yeah. okay that's different that's an
2: important distinction that's an important <laughs>
0: distinction
3: same root okay we're getting that latin root of necro <laughs> necro mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. um necrotic but we i think understand. it's interesting because obviously that's where amelius brown is pulled from is that second oh, book that's the name yeah but He's not a necromancer not in this necromancer. film, which I think is, you know, a positive direction. A good, they took my I think it's a good rewrite. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, Bedknobs and Broomsticks.
1: That was it from Source Material? That's, That's it, all?
0: girl. That's it. I mean, unless I bought the books and read them, but girl, <laughs> if I ever worked that hard for this podcast, I'd be getting paid, okay? So you're <laughs> more than welcome to sponsor us if you'd like to. <laughs> <laughs> Write
2: in if you want to sponsor an episode. Write in
1: if you want to sponsor. Yeah, if you have a musical coming out that you want us to review... Mm. It'll mm.
2: be fun. We'll work for money,
0: yeah. For sure. <laughs> we'll say it's good, sure. <laughs> there's a there's a movie musical out in theaters right now. We could all go see. Couple, the, the Little, Little Mermaid.
2: Mermaid. <laughs> oh right, yeah, Nothing yeah. Nothing to talk action. about there.
0: Not a lot of like talk in the cultural zeitgeist no cultural conversation. about conversation. No, no, not just at all whatsoever. Plain
1: plain old movie. Just a movie.
0: <laughs> ben Habs and Broomsticks. Uh, is directed by Robert Stevenson, who also directed Mary Poppins. The screenplay is by Bill Walsh and Don DeGratty, who also wrote Mary Poppins. (laughs) Uh, It's based on the books that I just said. It's produced by Bill Walsh. It stars Angela Lansbury as Miss Eglantine Price. David Tomlinson, you know, the dad from Mary Poppins. He plays Professor Emilius Brown. John Erickson, which I don't know why he's credited in this list of Wikipedia credits, because he plays Colonel Heller who is in the last like 15 minutes of He this was movie. in that
1: march and then yeah at the end. So he's just like the lead colonel in that um but he was in Maryporks
0: also, wasn't No he? no 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 no. Colonel Heller is the 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 German, the Nazi.
1: <gasps> oh. oh.
0: And that's why I was like, oh, he wasn't even Okay. Why is he third build on Wikipedia? Kind of memorable,
2: <laughs> I, guess. Sure. I guess. Congrats
0: to him. Um and then John Erickson uh Cindy O Oh, I'm sorry. Ian Weigel, Cindy O'Callaghan, and Roy Snart play the three children who are Charlie, Carrie, and Paul. Thank you. Uh, Disney purchased the film rights in the 60s. um, While negotiations with Travers, P.L. Travers, who was the writer of Mary Poppins, very famously uh, in the film Saving Mr. Banks, they talk about this. While the negotiations with her were going on um, while they they were trying to get the rights to Mary Poppins, Disney had... Walt had the Sherman brothers, Richard and um his brother. Richard and Robert, Dick and Bob, uh, do work on songs for Bednobs and the Bed Knobs and Broomsticks film.
1: Oh, uh, so it was like work on this next thing while we figure out yes. the legality of the other thing. Correct.
0: And then apparently while they were playing him the song Eglantine, uh he fell asleep while listening to it.
1: So a certified hit. Which is different because
0: I'm going to go back to the facts and figures in a second. But Disney um, famously, there's the song of Mary Poppins called Feed the Birds. Mm -hmm. And it was like apparently his most favorite song. He had them like he would bring them into his office on Fridays before he went home for the weekend for them to like play it for him. And then he would like leave.
2: Walt Disney loved the most boring things. I'll go on. say it. Oh, Oh, he's like
0: he's a square.
1: Walt Disney was a square. This man ate like minced meat. And ketchup. Yes. And was like, oh my god, Dinner. a hearty meal.
0: <laughs> so the cinematography of this film is by Frank V. Phillips. It is edited by Cotton Warburton. The music <laughs> is by Erwin Kostel the score, I mean. Uh, production company is Walt Disney Productions. It's distributed by Buena Vista Production. It was released December 13th, 1971 at Radio City Music Hall in New <laughs> York City. Wow. wow. And its running time is 118 minutes. Now, if you look if you're if you're perusing the document in front of you you may notice that it says 118 minutes 1971 original version 139 minutes 1996 reconstruction version i'll get to that in a moment
3: hmm. uh-uh. Okay. Uh,
0: the budget was 6.3 million and it made 17.9 oh so it it made it back
2: mid again mid mid <laughs> yeah. mid
0: um the song i was talking about earlier the beautiful briny it was actually written for mary poppins and then they didn't end up using it so they just retooled it here okay good uh julie andrews was initially offered the role of miss price um but she was like mm, i'm not <laughs> sure mm-hmm. so then they went exactly to the angela lansbury yeah. and cast her and then by the time julie was like well they did like she was like disney gave me my big break blah 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 so i should like do this she went back to be like okay i accept the role and they're like oh sorry <laughs> she already has it, and they're like, "Oh, okay." So it's awkward. Um, so uh, it went so just like so that. awkward. It was just like a 2013 rom com. Um, Ron Moody, who we don't know on this podcast yet, but I think no, it's not on our list. He plays Fagin in Oliver, the musical in the in the movie musical. Uh, he was originally cast as um, Emilius Brown, but he wanted his name to be top billed. And they were like, "No." And so he walked. and then they cast David Tomlinson
1: interesting. Fagin That's is a very
0: Fagin is a very similar character. He's a con man. He's a swindler. Mm. so it would make sense for that kind of energy. okay. the original runtime of this movie is one hundred and forty one minutes, but apparently, because it was debuting, okay, this is apparently how things worked at Radio City Music Hall back in the day. if you were having a if you were having a a, a premiere of a film. It was, it debuted in the Christmas season. So they would do, there would be like a little stage show they would do, and then they would do the movie right after. So, because of that, they didn't want the audience to sit there forever. So, they made the movies had to be two hours long at at max. So, they cut out like 20 minutes of this film. So, in cutting 20 minutes of the film, they cut three songs.
1: of the like five that was in the movie
0: (laughs) no i didn't even write them down There were like in in addition to this set of six songs that are currently in the film that we we all know and love there were three others so they cut those out and then there was do you remember how there was like the town vicar the Mm -hmm. town the the pastor of the town who
1: kept wanting to like check in on her who had like maybe a
0: minute of screen time but it seemed like there's something there yeah, uh, he had a full subplot that they just yanked right out of that movie. Mm. And then um Portobello Road was originally like a whole 12-minute sequence that they cut down to three minutes. So they were just oh. like chim, 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 chim.
2: That is maybe okay with me. Wait, was the vicar <laughs> thing that he was in love with Miss Price?
0: We'll we'll Did never you read know anything about that. No, we'll never I, know. Because I
2: read something that said something like the vicar who's I read some like I read an essay that was trying to make the case that Bedknobs Broomsticks is better than Mary Poppins. I so thought that'd be funny to read, and um, they said something like the the vicar who's like amorous intentions for Miss Price or something. And I was like, I did not read that at all. In his no, <laughs> insistence to go hang out of house, yeah, and so I
1: didn't read it like that. But I could see them trying to build like a he could be falling for him for her and that's the bit is that like oh she's a witch lol like the priest and the witch i just thought that
2: she was like a person who wasn't interested in church and so he was like well now i gotta see what this lady's up to and so she's a witch and so he wouldn't be happy with it if he did stumble into her home i
0: read multiple reviews that were like angela lansbury sensuality and i was like (gasps) what (laughs) i mean i think I think, she's, Miss, she's, I think she is sexier than Mary Poppins yes, who is like sure. very like very straight-laced. There's not, that, not yeah. really like any but kind of romantic not played anything.
1: sexy at all.
0: No, except for the dream <gasps> sequence when she walks down the train Oh, tracks.
2: the train tracks! Oh yeah, oh. that was a moment. I mean, oh. is it that we She borrowed that outfit
0: from Mon Trees.
2: <laughs> <laughs> from the Vegas
0: show. From the Vegas show, we
2: can't even like Angela Linsbury is like such a eternal like grandmother in Grandma, our minds that we like can't even conceptualize of her as like a sensual being that I mean
1: there's a little bit of that but I really don't I don't I don't I didn't get any don't sensuality. sensuality the only thing wild. yeah the only thing was sometimes she had like these coy like looks to like brown I think like, she's oh, more Mr. flirty, flirty
0: than, yes like Mary, but like I it was weird
1: yeah that's so crazy the girls the, the men were hot
0: hot hot for lands <laughs> <laughs> um In the 1979 re-release of the movie, okay, back when Disney used to do that, every seven years, the vault would open. They'd re-release the movie. Mm. In the 1979 re-release, they cut down another 20 minutes off the film.
1: (laughs) So So maybe that's
0: the version we should have seen.
1: (laughs) So what we saw on Disney Plus is the original cut.
0: That is the original 118 minutes or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Almost two hours exact. Yeah. Okay. In 1996, for the 25th anniversary, they went back into the archives and found footage and stitched what they could together. They brought in Angela for some ADR work. Like, they, like, made it a thing. And they got it back to 139 minutes. I don't even know where you can find that version now. Um, And also, like, it's not fully done. Like, it wasn't like these were, like, full pieces Animated of film sequences. that they were like cutting out like they were like oh okay. this is an idea and it'll take about this much we have this much footage oh we're gonna have to cut the sequence anyway so whatever there's like a song that they never can't even find because they hadn't officially recorded it like she'd recorded a demo of it and they were like oh it's gonna be too long
2: there's anyway. gotta be lansbury heads who you know <laughs> oh, yeah want to see any of her additional work
1: what is that the doily cart is there one for angela lansbury sure work? i'm sure association something
0: The original cutting of the three songs was the third time this had happened to the Sherman Brothers with Disney, where they had like cut songs for time, and so this is what caused them to not renew their contract when it was up. They were like, "I'm done. I'm out." So stand your ground.
2: I I get it, but I also don't like. That doesn't (laughs) seem like just a Disney thing. Like sometimes you have to cut songs. I would think that would be a very normal part of being a songwriter.
1: That's true. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, I don't know what it was like back then. I feel like that's. I don't know. I have no idea. Um, but also like. the all, the idea of that they were contracted to a company is ludicrous in today's day and age anyway. Like, I feel like yeah. that's just not really a thing anymore.
2: Yeah. Fair.
0: Um, but so this is their last film with that Disney. they do with Disney. They did do Epcot work when they, yes. they had reached out to them to help with Epcot. But this is their last movie with Disney until the Tigger movie in 2000, which is... Wow. Quite a stretch of time, but also there's like a whole documentary. I think it's still on Disney Plus. So you can watch about the the two the Sherman brothers and how they like did not get along. Classic Hollywood story.
2: <laughs> Disney pushing their own narrative about why the Sherman brothers fell apart. That's what it sounds like to me.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, a fun fact: some of the medieval armor used at the end of the film was actually is authentic to medieval times, which is wild. But also to the restaurant, authentic to the restaurant. Yes, okay, good. Medieval Jeez. times. Um, and it was previously used in 1967's Camelot, which we oh. talked about
1: last year. I did have
2: a thought about Camelot as they were as they were lining up in the battlefield. I was like, "Is this Camelot again?" <laughs> that yes, long
1: yes. line of like, how many knights yeah. of armor did they many, have in this yeah, museum? How many costumes
0: were in this museum? <laughs> um, so at the Academy Awards, this film was nominated for oh, five wow. and won one. one. <gasps> wow. It was nominated for Best Art Direction, Best Costume Design, Best Scoring, uh, Best Song Original for the Picture which I think was, you know what? Didn't say the Who song. knows? And it won Best Special Visual Effects.
1: So to the, this was their like Avengers, Age of Ultron. <laughs> like back in the day, they're Absolutely.
0: like, wow. That is how they would say it now, for sure. They yeah. would say yeah. that this movie was the Age of Ultron of the day. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, okay. I get it. Now yeah. I understand.
0: Yeah, yeah. Really got to contextualize it for the Gen Zs Please. who have no idea what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's all the information I have.
1: Wow, 37 okay. minutes.
0: So we're going to move straight into our dissection of this film. Piece. RJ. Me? You and I watched this with my mother. Oh, we did.
1: Oh. Shout out to Nan. Shout She's to listening. Nan.
0: What were Nan's oh. general thoughts about this movie? Besides the fact that she fell asleep.
1: She fell asleep. Molly, if I mean, she was not afraid to share her thoughts about yeah. just what a stinker this was for her. Ugh. And I reveled at every time she made a comment. I was, I giggled to myself. I was like... <laughs> I just think because this movie is so inoffensive, but just for her to be like, oh, mm. what is this? Oh, God. I just thought it was so fun.
0: I think this movie definitely has the problem that Molly has talked about before, where it's like we're so used to quick, quick cutting in mm-hmm. film now. Like yeah. I think so much of this film would be so much better if we just trimmed that fat. We'll Trim it out, right buddy. off. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um Listen. It's
1: fine. What am I supposed listen, to say? Like, if this was a if this was like a tape that I had growing up that I like as a kid I'm like I know how to start a movie you push the VHS in and then you press play. And then you didn't know how to do that. No, like in that, that, that age of me learning Mm. how to do that, if that tape learning, that was bed knobs and broomsticks, I would like worship this movie. Cause I would be like, I like, it just, it feels so, it feels like a saga for, like, a kid. Like, it feels like an epic movie. Like, there's so much that happens yeah. in this movie. And it feels like such a huge hero's journey I really like so yeah. many
2: trials. I was <laughs> really wishing while I was watching it that I had realized just how much of a kid's movie it was and found mm. a way to watch it with my nephews. Because I mm. feel like that would have been a lot more fun. And I think that I would have liked it if I had watched it as a kid. I mean, yeah. Adam did and still remembers thinking <laughs> it was just fine. Yeah. Um. But I... I could see, I could see liking it as a child. I mean, it has a lot of ingredients that I feel like I liked as a kid, like the English countryside and Mm -hmm, witchcraft mm -hmm. and, you know, magically traveling between places and that kind of stuff. And very cool. I also liked movies then that had the like um, people interacting with animated elements yeah, um, type of stuff. Cause we were very into the 1970s BBC line, the witch in the wardrobe. Oh, uh, which yeah. has the yeah, the witch like summons all the creatures. They're just like drawn onto the film. Yes. Um. So I yeah, I think I would have liked it, and I I'm happy to see Angela Lansbury in anything. Yeah. But I watched it yesterday, and I feel like I can barely remember what happened. In it.
1: Yeah. Well, RJ
0: told you at the very beginning what happened. And then he gave you a little <laughs> one minute summary. He
2: did. Do we want to start with? Let's just talk about the blitz. Should we start with that? I, okay,
0: this is probably my actual problem with this movie is like, yeah. I feel like by set, listen, I get the idea of being like, we can make it bigger. We can like raise the stakes by being like, we're, we're going to set it magic. in the blitz. It's it's in World War II. Nazis could be in this movie. But like, that's not in the text. That's not in the books. They just like visit the countryside and then yeah. like run into this neighbor lady next door who's a witch. And I don't think it pays off. And I also never feel like I'm actually worried. Not that I... I I think a lot of children's media, like, you're never actually afraid. But, like, I don't know. They're, I think... I don't know. I, I just don't think it super works. And I kind of wish they had just, like, really focused on being, like... It's just, like, a little adventure movie. And it's, it is what it is. There's not, like, a whole thing.
1: Like, I almost wish that was not necessarily defending the UK, but more, like there is a like some kind of industrial need for inanimate objects to like do human things to help like this town survive maybe she was like uh like kind of already solitary and like no one was like oh she's not gonna help us or whatever but in fact she was actually trying to was solitary because she was trying to like be of the biggest help to like use the spell you know
0: yeah the problem is is like (sighs) okay molly's gonna hate that i'm gonna talk about this a lot during this talk oh. about this movie but i mean i have to talk about you can't talk about this movie and not talk about mary poppins because that is <laughs>
1: fully Fair. what it's trying, I mean, yes. it's trying I mean, to recreate yes the, the production itself was like let's let us actually which make mary poppins
0: again. was the most money that the walt disney company had ever made it was its highest grossing picture that they had ever created so yeah. they obviously were going to try to capitalize yes. on whatever that they were was.
1: like we built disneyland with this money
0: yes <laughs> imagine um, if
1: we do another one
0: so i understand um but the Mary Poppins actually the story right is that the fa- the family has to learn to come together. Yeah. That is the the soul of the film is that the family has to learn to come together. There is not an equivalent so because there was not they or they hadn't come up with an equivalent so because there wasn't they felt like they had to force this external situation to mm. resolve on top of it which I think like
2: she has she has to learn how to to become heterosexual and make a family. That's that's the thing that has to be learned. Is that's that they have to become beautiful. a family unit. Yes. Oh,
0: yeah.
1: Well, I've the, turned around the
0: nuclear cool. family. The yeah.
2: nuclear family. It's a celebration.
1: It's a celebration of for ideals. the woman to stay at home and take care of the children while the while the man we should for up up the their suburbs. honor.
0: Lift them up.
2: <laughs> Rise. Yeah. Rise. <laughs> Rise.
0: <laughs> um, well, I. Yeah. Sorry. Could I? That was Sorry, it
2: i i want to say two things about this one is i feel that they should have done a lot better job at the beginning of making it clear that these children were orphans because yeah. i did not think that was clear because most children came to the countryside in the blitz because their parents sent them away and at the end of the movie Isn't that she's literally
0: like, what happens in line the witch of the wardrobe
2: yes exactly yeah. they're going to stay with their uncle yeah, yeah. um so in this movie that at the end she's like i'm gonna adopt you and i was like they don't have parents. I, didn't <laughs> realize they parent. I thought that they did. So that's weird. Um, but two, I think it's interesting to think about this movie in being set in World War II as a reflection, a cultural reflection on World War II, because mm-hmm. it was made only 30 years after the end of the war. So they mm-hmm. presumably thought that a lot of people watching it would remember the war. Right. And so mm-hmm. I wonder to what extent they i don't know like almost we're like letting people process trauma through <laughs> creating this film like it's not mm. for kids who went through the war right because the kids who would be watching it would be not people who were alive at that time but mm-hmm. their parents would have been and so there's, there's like I, a sense know? of
1: wonder of like what if all of that could have been defeated by like a little bit of magic okay, You know, so like okay
2: yeah let's talk about the nazi battle because i did yeah. not think that we were meant to understand like and then this is an alternate history where this ends world war ii right i i think this that is it's just, just one, meant to be one offensive of many right. many yeah. and so it got lost in the mm-hmm. shuffle and whatever and so i didn't think of it as like and lindsbury has won world war ii that would be <laughs> truly wild um
0: and that's the version of think, history i want to and
2: that's what i want to watch yeah. <laughs> I think it's, it's meant, meant to in be the high more castle like, but like
1: but the opposite it's yeah, in, yeah, yeah it's yeah, inglorious yeah, bastards yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah
2: yeah um i think it's more like what if when you maybe had to go away during the blitz like you got to stay with this fun witch and you like went on some adventures mm. and you got to contribute to the war effort. Like, I think it's more that kind of thing. And I was trying to think while I was watching it of what would be a good equivalent of, in mm. our current times of like, what would people be processing? And the best I could go with like, was the troubles in Northern Ireland, but that wasn't impacting mm. enough people that I know in order to like, really make a comment on it. But yeah, I guess we didn't have a large scale war in the 1990s that, Americans dealt with. And so I don't have a yeah. good equivalent.
0: I, mean, I also think this is like coming after sound of music too, which obviously has like a Nazi component mm, in that film. But mm. I think
2: what year was sound of music,
0: sound of music is 66. And I think, or is it 65?
1: It's mm. one of those. I think it's 65 fake fam. Um,
0: but I think that sound of music is like, I think it gives the Nazis proper time throughout the film to establish their menace yeah. and like be an actual villain. And so at the end, you are genuinely like scared for them that they will be found out. I mean, it's not it's not just a it's a kid's movie where it's like this feels like a kid's movie that's being branded as like family entertainment, whereas like. Sound music is for everybody from all walks of life and all across it's, the world, yeah, it's because more it's the like universal a family story movie
2: than a kid's
0: movie. Yeah, I'm <laughs> yeah. Um, really passionate there. Um, and so i th- that's why I think like I like. The Nazis seem cartoonish in this, which isn't necessarily, I don't know, a bad thing. I think it's fine to like treat them a bit a bit silly.
1: Yeah, I, just, I, I
0: really like the battle, like the battle yes. itself. I was like, it's oh, this is good. so fun.
2: That's kind of the most entertaining part of the movie. Honestly, yeah, mm-hmm.
0: yeah, yeah.
2: Except, except um, we have <laughs> to talk about my I, I looked this up. I think it's automatonophobia. My- oh my <laughs> we, we are diagnosed. We are diagnosed. Molly, did you have to take a Xanax, Xanax to watch
1: this movie? I didn't even think about this, Molly. No.
2: Okay. I don't. Yeah, no. But okay. I was mostly fine <laughs> for whatever reason. Like the um night dress? <laughs> yes. Fine. Shoes, shoes, whatever. Oh, Sho- you, yes, can have- cause it you can You could choose dancing by themselves all day long. I forgot it That's starts fine. with
1: her clo- like her clothes in the house. Yeah, the
2: stockings. What I could not deal, I could not deal with (sighs) Uh were the stockings. I wanted to crawl out of my skin
1: because they were like fully stretched out, like a full stocking.
2: So we've honed in. We've honed in on the phobia, which is it's disembodied legs Mm. because it was the stockings, and then also the pants. The pants didn't make me feel as bad, but I was like, okay, I I don't I don't love the pants. I'm Uh not not vibing with the pants at all. So so I did not like that.
1: You should watch. Have you seen the movie *Onward* from Pixar?
2: I feel like you're. Oh, I have. No, those ones don't freak me out. Okay, because I don't pants. know.
0: That's <laughs> yeah, I think It's a man with pants. Is Also, that
2: they're like the stockings are like flesh colored. Yeah, and so it so looks like, like they're, they're very
0: bit and like whatever. It seems like they, too. They are too stretched out. Like those would be the yeah. biggest thighs in the world.
2: Yeah, because it fit whatever. I, don't know that I that thought. Oh my I think God, maybe you so haven't funny. seen a woman's legs up close in a long time, Adam. But oh, it's, it's I think that it's time more time. Than... you don't know
0: what I do on the weekend, Molly. Oh, okay.
2: I'm so tired of the subjects. I got I a bunch of disembodied
0: that... legs in my closet right now. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I think it was just that the stockings felt too close to a real, real legs, real legs instead mm-hmm. of like, haha, this is for fun right. and fantasy, they're not... and they're not really. Yeah, but they were like fun colored socks. Yes! Oh my gosh, a, a fun pair of socks. I think I could a buy with mismatched. all day. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I get what you're. I get what you're putting down. Aut- what is you, it yeah. called again? Automatonophobia.
2: Automatonophobia. Automat- 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 Automat-
0: like like
2: but so apparently, automatonophobia is like it's fear of like mannequins and automatons like robot like that kind of thing and so Robots, it's definitely yeah. it's like a more specific subset of it because i'm mm-hmm. not like i don't like walk around a store and i'm afraid of the mannequins <laughs> oh,
3: being there. Just, just imagine Molly there at
2: Macy's. i want to make a tiktok with, with
0: you where you just like go through h&m and you're like
2: oh god <laughs> <laughs> um I'm just imagining us having the show TikTok and then all of a sudden me being pressured to like every time I'm out and there's a mannequin or not and, like do a little bit of like, yeah. um. yes. Um, yeah, and you I go think,
1: viral and then and people are going to be like, oh my God, it's the mannequin girls. It's yes, mannequin ladies. <laughs> the rolling mannequins that yeah. meet live
2: shows. Yeah. It's a whole <laughs> thing. <laughs> So I have a more specific that and maybe yeah, listeners write it if someone's like a psychologist with a social oh, phobia. There's a name for the more specific thing that I have, which I feel like is those things coming. But I, I assume that like those things coming to life is kind of the baseline mm-hmm. of why most people are the unnerved route. by them, right? I mean, I it's, will it's say, too close to being a living thing. We yeah.
0: were watching the we were watching the movie, and I was like, in the the battle sequence specifically, I was like. If they scored this movie a little differently, this would be a full horror film. Like, it's ju- yeah. it's not shot, like, fun and jaunty. Like, it's only that it's, like, scored, like, very, like,
1: Yeah, it's like menacing knights about to impale. And they're all, like,
0: just stiffly walking. Like, yes. there's no, like, character to them. They're not, like...
1: They're not tap. They're not soft-shoeing. Right. They're not the
0: shoes <laughs> they're that not are the soft-shoeing. Yeah.
1: They're all just, like, marching.
0: Yes.
2: Yeah. Ooh. There's something no, very right. Scooby Doo no, about
0: it, actually. I don't no, know what like, it is.
2: There's no personality to the different clothing pieces and <sighs> mm-hmm. suits of armors and stuff. There's they are different because they are made up of different bits of clothing, but like there's no sense of like that's the wacky one and that's kind of the leader and that's you know there's none of yeah. that with the.
1: It's just they've figures. come to life. Like there is just yeah. life. There. Also, but, it like, is no funny soul.
0: that reveal of the like entire landscape is just filled with <laughs> suits of armor. I was like, okay. All right. Uh, That was how I felt. From
1: five words. She spoke five words in every single uh, suit of armor. Across Across
0: the the galaxy. Galaxy.
2: Look, let me also say this about this dumb spell she has to learn. She Okay. When they go to nabumbu is that Uh the name of the okay so they she's discovered the guy's a scam an island nation state somebody yes they go to this island nation (laughs) Uh, we'll have to go back to a lot of this information yes but the the point is they discover she wants this spell that can make inanimate things come to life that she has this whole plan about how she's gonna do this battle she needs a medallion that has these like five
0: i know exactly what you're going to say
2: Okay. Well, well, first (laughs) Mm -hmm. they see where the medallion is and they do this whole ploy to get Mm -hmm. the medallion off of the king when they could just lean in and read these five words. They don't need to own the medallion to learn. It's five words. You Mm -hmm. don't need to physically have it in your presence in order to remember it. And then they do steal it from the king and they travel away. And then they discover like, oh, no, it didn't. You can't like transport it to the regular world. So it's gone. And then she couldn't she can't remember what the words are. And I was uh-huh. like, ma'am, <laughs> ma'am. <laughs> that was the whole we did this whole thing for that. The, the idea that you wouldn't immediately see it and be like let me repeat this back to myself a hundred times because I, I need to know this spell and that's the whole reason that the lack of forethought I also to feel not like try to learn these five words
0: I also feel like <laughs> that was a thing in the movie where it was like she's so she's bad so at remembering but that happened like halfway through the movie where all of a sudden they were like your memory
2: and I was like no that's just because she was a woman you you right, missed that part right, was that they just right, were right. like she's a she's disorganized she can't remember things there was actually a oh yeah lot there, of was a lot of, there was <laughs> a lot of
0: <laughs> famously women who okay whatever it's fine it's just like very bizarre i was like that's never been a stereotype of women has it is it oh like they're sure. disorganized
2: yes very much so because we're not oh. logical
0: i know i just always think of the fact Men that women are secretaries to, like, <laughs> or were at know, the time. very
2: much that like that like men are logical they can like see what's important they can like put things in order and women are just like these pure emotional beings who just like Mm, exist on impulse exclusively yeah 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 yes we're sprites yeah yeah yeah
0: yeah we get it we're saying the same thing um (laughs) no what maybe what i thought you were gonna say is the fact that it ends up being like
2: oh it was in in the comic book oh that i thought was very funny I
0: really liked that that idea. I didn't like that either because I didn't. Th- he was like, "You guys never <laughs> listen." Like
1: opposite things, you know. Even- yes, she's like, "Oh, I she like that." I liked that. Um, yeah, I and didn't that like funny. that. Yes, I hate. I
0: it. I agree. I didn't like it either. I agree. You're you're right. We it, we it was bad. I didn't like it because he was like his whole th- Paul Paul the youngest brother. It's <laughs> like he no was one like listens to me. he was like no one listens to me, and I was like that has not been a through line of this film so far. I would need you to at least one time have had someone not listen to you for it. To, this sequence to make sense for oh, this to I land. I as the
2: youngest child. Immediately understood. Molly, it didn't I too to am the youngest child. So don't do sit world here. the here are all youngest children. In fact, <laughs> I'm the only youngest child here. I want to speak for the youngest the rep- community. <laughs> the community.
0: I really felt represented in that moment, yes. and representation does matter. Yes. It matters. Well, this the 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 spell she uses to create the um, substitutiary Locomotion. <laughs> the song itself is called Substitutiary Locomotion, so let's listen to a bit of that. Substituciary
3: Locomotion Mystic power that's far beyond the wildest notion It's so weird, so weird, yet wonderful to see Substitutiary Locomotion come to me Taguna, Taguna, Macoides, Tricuna,
1: Macoides, Tricuna, Macoides, you could say the source of of Molly's fears. Without the spell, the fear wouldn't exist.
0: I like the magic of this movie. Like I, I like yes. I like, I will say it is visual, visual effects-wise, especially knowing like what was going on in 71. Like it is very impressive, like what they're able to accomplish. Um, I read this thing where Angela Lansbury like talked about how she hated making this movie because every single basically every frame of this movie because so many special effects were happening had to be storyboarded. So she didn't Mm. get to like do the actor thing and like feel Feel the moments in any kind of way because she had to like just hit. It was going from mark to mark to mark to mark. Mm. Yeah. She was like, it was very annoying in that regard. But.
1: I mean, she still did a good job making it on that.
0: I think she didn't feel wooden or anything. No, she's so good. She's so good in this.
1: I genuinely love the Good Witch character, and it was so nice to like see it in Disney, like to see it in a Disney film, like actualized. Yes,
0: and I also will say as much as much shit as I give this movie about literally just trying to recreate Mary Poppins. She is not Mary Poppins. Like they, there are there are similarities, right? But like they're not just recreating that exact Mm -hmm. character style. Like she is her own character.
2: She I feel like is a much more classic witch in a lot of ways of like literally riding a broomstick and just having this kind of kooky house and um, a black cat like Mary Poppins is sort of like I guess she's technically a witch, but I don't kind of think of her as a witch necessarily in the same way. Yeah, but this is like a witch I tried by the way on the topic of the like. Like technical details. I tried to read an article about the, those things, but I have very sad read. news for everyone, which is that my library access has finally expired. <gasps> at UW. Oh. I couldn't, I found it on ResearchGate and I requested it from the author, but she hasn't gotten back to me yet. But oh, everyone, no. just so you know, cause I'm going to be doing this a lot more now. You can always email authors of articles you want to read articles. and they will often send them to you. I did this like 36 hours ago. So I wouldn't expect this person to get back to me yet. But um, yeah, I couldn't read the article that I wanted. <laughs> that, to was that, M- was, that was the article
0: that was, that was that this movie's better than Mary Poppins. That was the article. No,
2: that was just an essay that I read that. And when I, when I realized that I wasn't going to be able to read the academic article I wanted to, that was just, mm-hmm. I think it was in like, rebound. Or what was their rebound
0: essay. I want to know what was their argument.
2: It wasn't that substantial. I couldn't even pull out for you anything specific other than, I think they were just trying to be contrarian. They just were oh, like, this is actually delightful. This is very fun. She's so kooky. That's basically Don't you, it. She's yeah, she yeah.
0: yeah. Huh. Interesting.
2: Wouldn't you want to travel around in a bed? Yeah, I yeah. of course. I also would want to travel around with Mary Poppins.
1: So. Yeah. <laughs> I want to do both. I think, I but I think that they think
2: that like she's more fun. Like Mary Poppins. Oh yes,
1: because Mary Poppins is, is, is like
2: a disciplinarian. She's a whole. yeah. and Miss Price is is. Disinterested she, in children. She warms
0: up to them so quick.
2: Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: She's literally at the beginning. She's like, "Oh, I can't take these kids. And I actually hate kids." She's one of those. Mm. Um,
1: a kid you know, hater.
0: A kid hater. <laughs> a woman who's a kid hater. It's disgusting. Um, but she's very like, no, 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 no. And then like, fifteen minutes into the movie, he's like, "Oh." we're having fun and i was like like she was like trying to get charlie to come on this trip with them and i was like you don't care you don't care about him
2: right yeah do you feel that that's that's true although i don't know it's also like i don't feel like we see her embrace a maternal like relationship necessarily either that's true yeah which is which you could argue is good and that it's like a different, but it's, it's funny because they become this nuclear family unit mm-hmm. by the end. Yes. That I just feel like they just are kind of peers. Like, yes. I was like, ways, you and never and have, yes. yes.
1: They're like, we're just, we are a, a project team and this yeah. is the project. We're mm-hmm. here. We
2: can contribute what we can. And, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, it's more that she falls in love with. Mr. Yeah. Mr. Emilius Brown. Mr. Brown. Brown. Mr. Brown. Who we could talk about.
0: We could talk about him, but why can't. would we? You know what I mean?
2: Well, I think we should talk about that. She she is a witch through a correspondence school. So this is the original TikTok witch girly here. <gasps> I do kind of this, the <laughs> idea Truly. that,
0: okay, here's what I will say. I think this is from the original text, right? How to how to be a witch in 10 and steps or whatever. Okay. I love that she is like a witch by post. Like she's like getting spells via mail. Like that idea of like, a witch in the modern era has to deal with bureaucracy. You have to go to the post office, you have to send out the yeah. mail order for the spell to come back through the mail. Hopefully it doesn't get misdelivered or get lost in the mail.
1: But it's yeah, I mean That you're is right. very silly. It is fully TikTok like, here's a little teaser video. If you want to learn more spells, follow for more. And then like it's like, well, if you actually subscribe <laughs> to our to my service. Oh, yeah. So
2: both in the sense that they're like a bunch of con artists probably that are selling things off of mm-hmm. I'll teach you how to do this, but also just in that like the idea that you can become a witch without ever having to actually apprentice for like a real person or anything. Like Mm -hmm. it's just I just I went online and learned about witchcraft. Now I'm a witch. And I have mixed feelings about this. So the one thing I did read, which I read I I for some reason didn't think about doing more research on witchcraft until like 15 minutes before the episode (laughs) started. So I didn't I I read something short which I didn't realize until the end was written in 1993. So it's actually interesting because it's an article about like, this is getting more popular. Is it going to have staying power, but written in 1993. So apparently a very core idea of like Wicca and like other things in like the pagan tradition of witchcraft, um, which the the author article says is like, it's kind of like Christianity of like, there's some core beliefs that everybody has in common, but there's not Mm -hmm. just one tradition. Right. Mm -hmm a core belief of it is the idea of like self-empowerment and self-determination and, and your ability to like read a text and decide for yourself what it means. So I guess mm-hmm. in that way,
0: it's
2: yes, it's a different text. Right. Um, so I guess in that way, I see the legitimacy of people who like learned how to be a witch off the internet and that's how mm-hmm. they're doing it because it's, it seems weird to me because like as a, listeners this is going to be a because we never talk about it, but I was raised Catholic and I would find it <laughs> weird. What? I know. I would find it weird if I like encountered someone who was like, I'm a Catholic, but I've never been in a church. I just like have read a lot about it and I believe it. So I'm a Catholic now. I would, I would find that odd. Um, so I guess it's just that my religious practice has like, you know, my, my background has a lot of that pillar of like an institution and traditions and like gathering communally. So it seems odd to have a religious practice that doesn't have Any of that, like I just learned about it and now I do it and that's as legitimate as anybody else um, Mm -hmm. comes across as odd. But I guess I'm trying to be very respectful of the fact that there are people from this is like a very deeply felt religious Mm -hmm. practice. Um, And another interesting thing that I read in this article was one of the people they interviewed said, basically when things get tough, when we're in times of crisis, there's a desire to like return to something that is old and simple. And that as Christianity has turned more and more people away from people people have been turned off of fundamentalism that if you really don't want to become a more fundamental christian this is kind of the other way you can go if you want to like go back to old traditions is you can go back into paganism and into witchcraft as well mm. and i think that's i think that's interesting and i think where i struggle on a personal level to understand it is like i'm just not a spiritual person so i don't mm. have the same impulse of like when i'm looking for simplicity I'm not looking for a simple spiritual practice because it's just not how I, I sort of personally deal with things. But that doesn't delegitimize other people looking for that spirituality and that some feeling of returning to something that is like fundamental and old. I can see why that appeals in some way.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think what's well for me, what was interesting about the witchcraft relationship was that prior to this, like I feel like you hear about witches, they come from, like, a family of witches. It's, like a, lin, like, a lineage. So it was kind of interesting for me to see, like, she's an apprentice witch. These spells work for her. There was kind of that realization from uh, Amelius Brown that, like, oh, these are actually real things. And, like, it even worked for him, like, later on. So it was kind of playing with that, like, was she one of the chosen, like, is a person that is actually a witch comes from that line? Like, are, or is it, like... You can really just learn it if you if you believe, which is yeah. kind of like the big that's, thing.
2: Yeah, that's definitely mm-hmm. also an impression that I had of being a witch as a child was that yeah. it was something you were like born with an yeah. ability, yes. rather than yes. something that someone could simply learn. Yeah. And now it feels like people have very much a different view of that. It's sort yeah. of a everybody can learn how to be a witch.
1: Mm-hmm wow crystals energy growing i was obsessed with charm growing up and like all things witchery so there was like a a comic book series called witch that i like bought comics of and when i moved to america i remember buying a deck of tarot cards and like would put them on my wall because it was like i was just i just think they were so cool and my mom took them down and then put a picture of our lady of guadalupe Mm, mm -hmm. instead and I, know I ne- she was like, There's your pile of devil cards Gosh. and here. <laughs> I mean, she didn't say that, but it, yeah, you know, she but said that it through her action. Yes.
2: That's so that's so interesting that I immediately was gonna ask. You said you got tarot cards. Like, so is that cool or not cool? Cause like it's also has such an interesting religion, like oh, yeah. our relationship to mysticism. Taken, yes. That there are like Parts of Catholicism that'll be like this other thing like weaves in in this really natural way and nobody questions how they live side by side and then other things that are like, that's bad that's a bad thing don't do it and it just like yeah. very much depends on like what country of catholicism, yes because like yeah. our
1: catholicism is very much deep rooted in mysticism like you know yeah. like touching statues like kissing the feet of like baby jesus statue like like uh how the fuck are we back with
0: catholicism <laughs> i swear to god we have to move on from this topic on this podcast
1: but i it was just fascinating because like i think when we moved to america that obviously catholic that's we're, we were in a place now where that's not the main practice of religion so i think that was just my mom kind of being like oh i mean when harry potter came out she she was like you know i heard this is like like devil like are you this is what i wanted to bring up yeah and i had to be like no mom it's a book (laughs) no it's a story no also like i feel like this
0: there's not a lot of I think now there is right post in a post Potter world, but pre Potter, I feel like there's an, yeah. it, right. I feel like there was not a lot of witch witchy children's content where the witch was like good. traditionally the witch is like a negative character, like a yeah. like the Wizard mm. of Oz and even like Glinda the Good Witch.
1: I mean, Disney had two witches as like villains, like Madame Mim, like you know, like
0: Maleficent, Evil Queen. Queen. Yeah, I mean, but there's I feel multiple. Like-
2: yeah. I feel like I could think of. I'm trying to. I can't think of any off the top of my head. But this idea of a good witch character does not feel foreign to me. I it's feel like foreign. I definitely saw other media with this kind of.
0: But I also think that like we, it's weird. It's weird to me that they specifically call her a witch. I guess maybe is like the real thing about this movie because like Mary Poppins even in the book, she's not a witch. Like she's, she's a magical nanny. Yes. is She's like, she has magic, but it's not. Never labeled
1: as like, it's what like are It's separate
0: you? from like being a witch, basically. Um, I would say she's a deity. I, I would say she's an icon. Wow. Iconica Jones. Um, I, so I do think it's interesting that they like went out of their way to be like, oh no, she's a witch. She flies on a broom. She has a black cat. She's good. She's not like b- bad. She does, you know, beat Hitler. Um, She does end world war two iconically, <laughs> um, which is great. We love that. Um, but I, I was trying to think and wrap my head around like children's content where there's like...
1: Besides Wizard of Oz, like that's the only thing I can yeah, think of. Right yeah, only I, I can think like of. I feel like
2: has to... Be, I mean, Kiki's Delivery Service, but I didn't yes. watch that as a child. Honestly,
1: it gave me so much Kiki's Delivery Service vibes because it is an apprentice. And I think that's what's interesting. She's an apprentice witch, but she's like older. So I think you think apprentice witch i think of like yeah a yeah, little girl coming yeah. into her powers or like figuring out like what the what her heritage or lineage is so
2: yeah but i feel certain maybe it was like a book i read as a kid or something but i feel like i, I there was something that i engaged with as a kid that had another good witch character well, i mean there's
0: in wrinkle in time famously oh, madeline yeah. Lengel's um iconic book <laughs> there's like three witches in that and they're all good mm-hmm.
2: um yeah i don't think it was that for me, I I read that, but when I was a little bit older, so mm. I'll have to think about it and get Literature. back to you. I would Maybe read a maybe read a list. She'll be like, well, obviously this book that I read you every night is childish. And, <laughs> and she'll email. And she'll us. email in.
0: Yeah, yeah. She knows the email.
2: She does. It's, she has emailed us before. Yeah, yeah. Oh, quick mailbag! I will put in the show notes the video that Chris sent of us of Gene Kelly doing a roller skating <gasps> yes. Scene roller skating number. In hold on, I got to pull it up so that I can say the name of the movie um it's always fair weather which i think is from the 1950s so it turns out listeners that gene gene had quite a history of uh roller Roller skating skating. musical numbers on film and maybe maybe he was like the driving force behind doing xanadu
1: Listener of the show, Chris, also had history with Showgaze when he realized that we he was already subscribed to us when he was like, oh, I should listen to their show, Showgaze. And he went to his podcast feed and was already subscribed to us, I think, from like when we first did it.
2: Wow. So welcome back.
1: Welcome, welcome back, Chris.
2: It's it's fair weather was in 1955. So we'll put the link <gasps> okay. to that number. OK. It's delightful.
0: Um, we can talk about uh, Dr. Emilius Brown, Professor Emilius Brown. Yeah, sure. I want to talk about him. A
1: swindler? He's
2: He's the wizard. A real hero. He's the wizard. Yeah. He I there
0: wow, now that I'm saying it there are a lot of con men characters in musical in theater. Musical
1: theater. Yeah. Harry, Harry. Hmm.
0: Um. I guess I'd only name two.
1: Seems like three's a lot
0: though.
2: <laughs> yeah. For a professional doesn't Hill, love...
0: the, wizard. the Wizard. Dr. Amelia Brown The Wiz.
2: Uh, yeah. Well, that <laughs> yeah. as <Yeah>. its own <laughs> entry. <laughs> Um, and then you're counting this is the third
0: yeah the iconic three that we all think about and know and love
2: is the wizard in <laughs> Wicked
0: also a swindler oh yeah, yeah the wizard in Wicked
2: we cannot count these all as separate <laughs> they're all different Entries.
0: they're all so different Molly you don't get it <laughs> variations on a motif
2: <laughs> oh oh the peddler in um, Oklahoma
0: Oh Fagin, like I said earlier.
1: Oh yeah, he just said Fagan, too, yeah.
2: different kind of cotton Yeah, a less likable con man. Yeah, yeah. There, there are a lot just of them. A few.
0: Um, yeah, <laughs> Professor Millie's. <Julius laughs> Billy Brown.
2: Bigelow, I guess. Billy Bigelow. I was
1: about to say, yeah. <laughs> yeah, bringing
2: those carnival rides.
1: Yeah, a trope.
2: Um, I mean, he's.
1: Fine. I It got a little annoying. I will say it got a little annoying. The like, I couldn't tell if it was like he's he has affection towards her or she's just pri- like, it starts with like, oh, you can actually do real magic. This is a great, like, have you ever heard of show business? I think that's fun. I think the shoehorned like romance kind of was like. Mm-mm.
0: Something about Truly, I don't know what it is. As soon as he was like, I have great ideas for us of being like, M- Professor Emilius Brown and his assistant. My brain turned off as soon as it was like we're going to talk about show business. I was like, no. <laughs> and then when the plot picked back up, I was like, oh, I'm away. It was like truly. Oh, so something happened like it triggered you off. You were
2: bored, not because you were so offended by the concept. I just took of it, it as like, well, here we go with the audacity of men. Of him being like, you oh, can yeah, do yeah, real well magic. That. Oh my god, I could have you be my assistant, assistant. Yeah, and that I'd, I would make so much money. Yeah. So why would she work for you, sir?
0: Right. Right, I mean, yeah, no, uh, mine was more just like I don't. This is so inconsequential, especially because like it doesn't pay off. No, it's not a thing that even pays off in
2: this movie. No, because he ends up not but doing it. he's actually, anyway. his assistant when he's oh, on the, sexy. the train sexy, station. Oh, sexy, 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 oh, sexy, I had forgotten about the poster with the assistant for like a full ten seconds of that sequence, and I was like, "Where did he come up with this <laughs> with outfit? Idea. I mean, it's a moment, but like, <laughs> why?" <laughs>
0: Every comedy queen's got a saloon girl look.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I I kind of liked, only because I didn't, I wasn't all that interested in the swindler part of it, other than it was like funny as an idea that, mm-hmm. that she was successfully learning magic off of someone who didn't believe who, or, in any of it. Yes, exactly. And I wasn't interested in the idea that they were going to show business together or whatever. I kind of almost liked the shoehorn romance because it gave me some other reason to care about him being in the movie. Yeah. Um, and I did think it was sort of sweet that when they're in Naboombo, that he <laughs> volunteers to like go be the referee for the soccer game, and it's a very like I'm gonna go be a protector or whatever. Mm. Um,
0: He's supposed to be like a
2: smooth in a very talker, way, but, like he
0: yeah. he, get, he gets them out of scrapes or whatever. But
2: right, right, fine,
1: yeah. But he does take them to a beautiful land. Well, two beautiful lands, I guess. The first one. Portobello Road. Is a beautiful.
0: Marketplace. Marketplace. <gasps> marketplace well, have you, you've been to London, right?
2: I have, but I went when I was like 12, so I don't remember it very oh. well.
0: RJ, you went to London. I went to London, but I did not go you to Portobello. You did not Rhone. go to Portobello But we Googled it. We, we were Googled like, it. It is like an open air market.
2: Yeah. Oh.
0: It's like still. I looked they up photos. potentially
2: didn't like them, this movie saying that everybody there was selling it's like cheap Swindler. and fake goods.
0: Yeah. Well, maybe Molly, that's why I specifically got a British review later that I'll read about this film.
1: <gasps> Ooh, can't wait. I did, I mean, I did like this number. It went a little too long. But,
0: uh, you know what? Here's the thing. I liked, I thought this is, I think this is the strongest number of this movie because, mm-hmm. yes, it's long. I will agree it's long. <laughs> but... I liked that it had like an idea, and I liked that it was like London is so like multicultural. Like I liked yeah. the idea that there were like different groups of people all dancing together. Yeah,
2: um, that's it. The dances themselves were a little bit Punjab and Annie.
1: Yes, but Ugh.
2: but the idea I, I as I was watching it, I was like, okay, some of this is very stereotypical. But if I try to remove that element, yeah. the idea of like here's a part of the city where every group come and be celebrated that's very yes. beautiful as a, as a concept that would have been executed better <laughs> yes. in a more contemporary in
0: 2023, yeah, context hopefully. Yes. yeah yeah yeah
2: yeah,
1: the, yeah i that, also don't
0: yeah. think any of i don't think any of the characters who are supposed to be south south asian are south asian i'm just gonna go out yeah. on a limb and i'm gonna say there's some makeup going on
2: musical theater just does not understand How to have any relationship to the Asian community is what I've learned through the years. Mm -hmm. It's
1: the one that they get a pass. It's like, oh, it's it's fine.
2: Oh, you're 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 issuing a blanket pass. (laughs) No, Hollywood.
1: (laughs) That's that's me saying their justification. They're just like, eh, it's Eh, close to They won't get mad about about it. it. Yeah, yeah. 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 I did like the like Trinidadian dancers. Let's
0: let's listen to a little bit of
3: What are her crystals? Napoleon's pistols Society heirlooms with genuine gems Rembrandt's El Greco's Toulouse Le Painted last week on the banks of the Thames Of ages are stowed. Anything and everything a chap can unload is sold off the barrow in Portobello Road. You need all your chance in the Portobello Road.
0: I yeah, like the Trinidadian da- or Trinidad or Jamaican or whatever. Caribbean. The Caribbean dancers. That purple yeah. dress that she that had pu- on was yeah. the most beautiful shade of Gorgeous. purple I've ever seen in my life. And
1: it felt so lived in. Like I could feel that they were like, these are actual dancers. They have an it's ensemble. The be- it's the best part of that number.
2: That and one, I'm guessing yeah. that those were authentic. Like those are people who actually are trained in that dance style. And it was great because it was towards the end when I was really losing interest. And then all of a sudden I was like, well, this part I like. Okay.
1: (laughs) Yeah. She perked me up. Yeah. And I love as They were like trailing off just all the like white Londoners, just like, yeah.
0: It's interesting because (laughs) they all just follow them. (laughs) Ooh, Ooh. conga line. (laughs) Um, it's interesting because this is obviously supposed to be their replacement for step in time, which is the 10-minute dance sequence Mm. in Mary Poppins. And seven time has like different levels and story beats that it also like does during the song so and i wish they had like tried to incorporate that a little bit more into this like they kind of just like it started the song also the song doesn't really mean anything it's just like this is where we shop (laughs) this is the mall what if they fully were like this is the equivalent of like we're at the the twin peaks mall like that's that is the song that they are singing right now. And then they're just like people, what is that iconic? The commercial, local mall. The local commercial. mall from
1: like Jersey or whatever. Per- Hair dues, Backpacks, backpacks, backpacks. We'll play. I have to play later.
0: that. Do you okay. know what we're talking about, Molly?
2: I think maybe on some level of my brain I've heard of something like this, but I, yeah, I think maybe it this now. is part of the choice to be less online that I don't quite yeah. know what you're talking
1: about. Haircut. Backpacks, backpacks, backpacks.
2: I've seen the clip of the woman in New Jersey who's talking about how great the curtains are in the shop that she goes oh, to. Oh, yes, you seen that, that one, one too.
1: Yes, yeah. I put she it in the chat.
2: just couldn't believe what a great deal it was. Yeah. Backpacks, okay. backpacks. Pause, everyone, please. <laughs> These tails, back to Denim Haircut Backpacks, backpacks Come get your backpack
3: Boots and pants and boots and pants
2: New shoes Get yourself an outfit, denim,
3: boots and pants, and boots and pants, haircut, new shoes. So get yourself up to school with
2: these haircut. Okay, we have to talk about boots and pants, man. You've (laughs) let us down (laughs) so severely, sir.
0: Didn't try at all.
2: That energy love, you did not commit. In any way, no. you you're apologizing the entire time for these boots and pants. And I need you to care deeply for them. Yes. Do you know what I mean? I was expecting something so much greater. And I feel so boots I feel betrayed, and pants honestly. Boots and
0: pants. Boots and pants. Boots and pants. New shift. Do
2: better. Do better boots and pants. Okay, I'm gonna say haircut
1: was in the here. local production of, like, Haircut uh, Music Haircut was the man. girl
2: in the Annie Chorus that was all of a sudden serving. And we had one of those in the old men that were walking being like, we're the old brigade, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. And they were like, we are soldiers, blah, blah, blah. And then there was one guy who was like, who remembers the old skills of the old country? And you're like, sir? <laughs> sir? sir. need you to pull it back a little bit. We're part of an ensemble here, and this is not the moment.
0: You're not supposed to stand out, sir. sir. You're not... You're not haircuts, yeah. okay?
2: Okay, haircuts. Uh, don't give me boots and pants, okay? We're not looking for boots and pants. I need more than boots and pants, but I need less than haircuts, okay? Yes.
0: <laughs> I need backpacks, backpacks. Go, go get this your backpacks. This is how
2: I'm going to coach all kids in theater now is so I'm going to show them this, and then Watch I'm going to use video. it as a shorthand. That was a bit of boots and pants. Mama, I Mama,
1: more. Mama, I need more than no more boots, and, boots pants. and pants. I need you to go for haircut, and I, as your director, I'll will bring dial, you back Lord, to, you back box, back okay? to back
0: Toward boots and pants, yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> I'd always rather have haircuts than boots and pants okay? Oh
1: yeah, I want a full cast of haircuts Yes, oh my god
2: <laughs> When, anyway, I, when anyway,
1: you were on
0: stage I, 93 <sighs> year old Muriel In the back of the theater Should feel like she's getting the haircut That's what it should feel like
1: <laughs> That is such a specific a niche cut.
0: Yes, Muriel. that is a niche college reference For literally just the three of us I'm so sorry to Muriel.
1: Oh Muriel
0: Oh Muriel Oh
1: Anyway,
2: East Hills Mall Anthem is the Portobello
0: Road. That's Portobello Road. That's
1: Portobello
2: Road. Yeah, Portobello Road.
0: Um, what was the other song you were talking about, RJ?
2: We got to do Beautiful Briny, I think. Be- Briny. The other one that we Beautiful were Briny. Up. Beautiful Briny. Because we have to talk
0: about this animated sequence. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's
2: not They do the movie good. Fantasia <laughs> in the middle of this movie. Yeah. It's, it's the first a- half is Mary Poppins, the second half is Fantasia, and then the last third is Camelot. That's what the movie is.
0: Ooh. What do you mean by that? <laughs>
2: I mean, oh, 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 I, see three I, see I see what you're saying.
0: The three acts of the movie. I won't
2: explain. Yeah.
0: <laughs> the first, the first is Mary Poppins. The second is what?
1: Fantasia. Fantasia.
2: Fantasia. It was a,
1: it's a full animated movie. Interesting. Yeah. You also don't think it's Mary just, Poppins?
2: Just the beginning of Camelot or just the end? What's the part where he's like, boy, go tell the world about the this place of Camelot. <laughs> I think it's beginning and end, right? It's,
0: be, it's both. Yeah. It's a bookend.
2: Okay. The bookend. It's just the bookend of Camelot at the end. You don't okay.
0: So I think this is interesting. I would not, as someone who has watched Fantasia, probably more recently than Molly has. Okay,
2: here we go. Probably, Seems I would safe. just
0: say this is not Fantasia. I would say it is trying to go for that sequence in Mary Poppins. Yes, of
2: course. There's a sequ- I, I've seen Mary Poppins. I know that there's a sequence in Mary Poppins where they go <laughs> into the sidewalk and they do the whole thing, two dimensional, super uh-huh. docious. I've seen it. Also- the thing is that mm-hmm. this is just vibes. And I guess yes. you could say the, the part of Mary Poppins is like also not super plot driven, but like, I just feel like the, the, the way that we just take our time. The in these song sequences.
0: Beautiful Briny is vibes. Yes, That's what you're saying. Cause I only, by the time we got to that fucking soccer game that lasted, I don't know, 36 <laughs> minutes. I felt like I was actually watching a soccer game. I was like, we have to yeah. end this. We were, this has hit be up Watching a soccer game. I was so mad.
2: I think yeah. I'm a soccer fan, so I, enjoyed I understand it, but, yeah. what you're saying now. Because
0: I only truly think of that sequence as just the be- longest OS game soccer? of soccer game I've gotcha. ever seen.
2: Gotcha. No, I
0: understand. Yeah, you're right. It is vibes. It's vibes and energy. Because it's just like very psychedelic. Let's go
1: to a jazz hall, baby. Let's dance. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And then just the most menacing. Fish hook, like in Fantasia, like Chernabog descends into the ocean of this like sharp fish hook and everyone just like (gasps) runs.
2: I had. okay, And I had a sense memory when this happened. So I, as a child,
1: at one point
2: was like there was some time where I was watching TV late at night and I saw a bit of a movie where there is a child who is locked in a treasure chest that's been like thrown overboard or something. And it's slowly filling with water. And it was so horrifying to me and the way that they got hooked and started to be pulled i had a moment of like is that going to happen it's this the movie that i saw mm. a little bit of and is mm. that going to happen and i had such i had such a need to know that i stopped the movie looked up the plot of the rest of the movie to read to the, like, plots the Wikipedia yeah. before going back to it because then i was like "Great, it was not going to try to trust it sounds but like it did, was
0: did you find what that movie yeah. was
2: yeah. no i then i did some more google i feel like that's one of those things i think we all have these things where like every six months we remember something that happened in our lives and we're like let me try to do some investigative Googling to was try that to find real? it. Was that real?
1: Was that like, I do that every yeah. once in a
2: while, and I've never been able to find it to listeners. If listeners. you know. It a sounds like Hook a little bit. Like, it sounds a little Berenstain, like. No, because I definitely Bears. saw yeah. Hook, and like, I would remember if it was in Hook, because I, I saw it all Hook. the way through. Okay. I think Hook, it was also has, like a 60s, 70s. They get pushed 70's. off the
0: ship, but yeah.
2: Oh. Yeah, based on like what I remember of the quality of the film, I want to say it was like a 60s or 70s movie. Okay. I assume it was a kid's movie but maybe not maybe it was late at night and i was like literally going through channels and it was not <laughs> at all for kids i don't know um i don't think the scene was like horrifying enough it didn't strike me as like oh this is a horror movie or something i shouldn't yeah, be watching you, Do you know what have i mean residual
0: trauma from it
2: but i just i don't know i just yeah it just like filled my brain in this weird <laughs> way that i need to know if anyone's seen this movie please this is a
1: call to action
2: yeah, if, if Molly. This scene the only way
0: you- for you to overcome it is to have it happen to you. So oh. you need to get in a crate. You and-
2: <laughs> need to go away. You need to not talk to me.
0: And then there's a pair of stockings that, that fill up with I water hate, next to you.
2: I would rather, I would rather see the stockings
0: than, to than be, be pushed in an enclosed space
2: that's slowly filling with water. Oh my yeah. gosh. <laughs>
0: wow so so phantom must have been hard for you because there's no, that sequence in phantom see this
2: is oh, again i cannot explain to you why some things trigger my fears and some things don't but like no no uh anxiety no about pattern. the pattern it's
1: really just this one yeah, yeah it's,
2: the image. it's gotta be a more enclosed space and i think it's because that cavern is big so even though he's like high down it's like less freaky to me than being in like an in like a, a crate hmm. yeah
0: oh. i know i'm getting from molly for a birthday a crate um, <laughs> a crate. Crate and barrel
2: Ship yourself to San Diego on a crate
0: yeah. RJ you wanted to talk about Beautiful Briny I did? You were the one who brought it up
1: Beautiful Briny I don't even Sweet Sweet, Sweet I'm here, <laughs> Nothing I'm in here. Your yeah. <laughs> It's lovely bobbing
3: along along on the bottom of the beautiful briny sea, what a chance to get a better peep at the plants and creatures of the deep. It's grand when you're dancing on
2: the sand,
3: each glance Bubbles over with romance. It's lovely bobbing, bobbing along, bobbing, bobbing along through the water where we get along, swimmingly. Far from, from the frenzy of the frantic, frantic world, world above, bobbing to beneath the blue. You could even fall in love, bobbing, bobbing along, singing along, singing a song, on the bottom of the beautiful ride. Singing a song on the bottom of the beautiful briny, shimmery, shiny,
1: beautiful sea. It did remind me of, I kept, I kept thinking about Mary Poppins, but I think my mind was going to the Mary Poppins Returns where they go into like a big tent and there's like a party. Because I was like, I feel like there is another animated sequence that I've seen where it's like they go into like a club and it's like fun and dancing like this. But
2: I have never seen Mary Poppins return, so I cannot comment.
1: Well, lucky for you.
0: It's don't. A, oh,
2: that's what I heard. <laughs>
0: so like I um, said, I know
2: I watch no Disney remakes, which I know that's not a remake a sequel, but still.
0: Mm-hmm. It, yeah, this doesn't have I don't know. Me. It doesn't
1: have the same charm, but it is no. fun to like see.
0: It's fine. Yeah, it's I like fine. I like the first half of the sequence better than I like the soccer game.
1: Yes, because then it turns into a dance competition and she wins it. She gets a trophy, and so now you're getting weird. Like I'm holding an animated trophy.
0: That I see, I don't have a problem with that either because Mary holds the bouquet of flowers and they turn into butterflies. It's fine. I had I my issue, my, not even issue. I liked that they when they are dancing, but they're swimming, so they're kind of floating. I liked all that. Yeah. I like the se- I like the first yeah. sequence. When they're under the water, and mm. I think that's fine. I wish that the the club. I wish the. I I don't know because it, it's hard because it's underwater, so they should look like wet or something. I don't know. There's something yeah. about it that like my brain doesn't. It's not. It's not as There's clean as when they're on land.
2: Absolutely no addressing of how they're breathing here at all. No. Absolutely no. 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 And no. how they're not wet or they're like. Yeah. Yeah. But I like... how I, Her skirt is fully, like, down.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. None of it may, I mean, yeah. it's a fantasy. Yeah. Um, And then, yeah, then we go up, and then I just feel like there's a lot of plot given to this, when I feel like it could have just been, like, a fun animated sequence that didn't have any plot.
1: Yeah. Oh, just like in Xanadu? Like, that fun animated sequence with no plot?
0: Well, not necessarily. I just feel like sometimes... <laughs> Sometimes movies for kids can just be like, and then they have this adventure on this day. And then they have this adventure on this day. And there is like an overarching plot of the film, but like not every episode yeah. per se ties back in. It felt
1: weird for two separate animated sequence to ultimately just get one part of the adventure. Like there were two significantly different worlds in this one Naboomboo world. But it's not like the... F- it's not like underwater led them to something to 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 the next thing you know what i mean like it was just like all of that was still just to get one thing just feels like really like poor pacing and yeah the soccer i mean if the whole bit was like let's do a proper soccer match and maybe it was a little bit of like americans being like god soccer takes forever like literally an entire game of just zero to one like an entire game could be one thing and maybe that was like a bit they were playing
2: with well it was also and also animals (laughs) It wasn't clear how doing the soccer match was going to help them get the goal of getting the medallion. And then it turns out it's just that he wants to get close enough to switch it (laughs) because he's a pickpocket, which it seems like he could have done in the tent way earlier, right? So I don't really know why he had to do the whole being a referee of the soccer game. But if the stakes were clear, like, okay, if this team wins, then they get like they made a deal that they'll get the medallion. If the blue team Mm -hmm. wins, then you would have more stakes of like who you're rooting for in the game.
1: Yeah, and it was weird because it started as like the other team that the king wasn't in was like all scaredy cats, but then it felt yeah, even. I thought it
2: was going to be that it was like all predators on the king's team and all prey, right? And it would just Correct, be like, yes. oh, they get just trounced the whole True, time, yeah. but then they're like, no, there's a cheetah on this team and he's good, and the hippo's actually pretty good too. And I was like, oh, okay, so and the kangaroos, cheetahs, yeah, so I'm like, good at okay, soccer, so we're just they, doing they kept making jokes about how it was like, oh, he's really going to regret being a referee, and he keeps getting run over by the animals, but there's no like thing or like oh and then once they get a goal that means we all eat the referee as we all know like you expected there to yeah. be more payoff of why also, you don't want to be the referee
1: listeners not a single mu- song not a single score of no, no, music is there's it's not just, it's not like there's not like a effects.
2: song
0: going on during it where they're like soccer soccer mm-hmm. soccer doo-doo-doo. nothing there's nothing it's weird it's also sorry Sorry to be a comedy stickler, guys,
3: <laughs> but uh, <laughs> actually, um, actually, actually, uh, he gets run over three times and the third time something different should happen. But uh, it doesn't. Um, so that kind of breaks
1: the rule of three. <laughs>
2: Please bring this character back for every episode.
1: Yes, the comedy. Just stickler. The, the comedy. The comedy. The comedy um, at comedy like malady, like person. Uh, yes, <laughs> I tip my hat
0: to you. Yes,
1: um, God. but you know, you know what comedy bit did make me laugh every time? Oh, RJ loved this. The vultures, baby. The vultures mm-hmm. with the like with the thing, because let me explain the joke. Vultures, yeah. Good. <laughs> please um, explain the joke. They will eat uh dead things yeah Mm -hmm. so the bit was that they were so excited to pick up someone that was either trampled or could be dead because necro necro eaters eaters. Mm. yeah
2: but then necro in five Well, there's got to be a latin for necretarian necretarians (laughs) Necretarians.
1: Yes. yes um but but Brown revives every time, so then they are like yeah. fully like. Mur, mur,
0: well, they're animated out. very funnily. I mean, yes. they're like very like mur, mur. they're the th- they're the opposite of what the like knights in armor are later in this movie, yeah. where they like move around a lot and yeah. the knights are like.
2: The, the soccer sequence really is a celebration of what are all the different ways we can make these animals move. So if if that's your vibe, is like enjoying animation. Yeah, technique? it's lo- I mean it's Looney it's it's Tunes. tunes. It's fun. You yeah. could it's have Looney clipped- clip the yeah, entire soccer game sports. out. Yeah.
1: and it was like an yeah. episode of like merry Melodies or like you know they're the, like animated shorts it's the made. thing yeah. it's
0: it always harkens back to the thing of like when Walt was making Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs and he had the like he if you came up with a visual bit a visual gag for the film you would get a, like it. a bonus nickel and so like oh. that is why seven Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs has like so many visual things going on in that film because' you get people a just nickel. Yeah, I guess. Or dying. That wasn't something like even that.
2: that I know it was the thirties, but come on.
0: <laughs> Listen, people were broke bitches then, Molly. And that was the scientific term for it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um Yeah. That's it. That's all I have. Anything else? Talk about the movie? Good?
2: Look, it was it was a movie. We talked about it out of we order. Did. Out of order. But I think you got all the important parts. And so <laughs> too.
0: We know, you know my, my mom didn't have a good time.
2: <laughs> and you're hanging out with a kid who might like it. Go ahead and watch it. That's ain't yeah. Probably it on. don't seek it out. It's a fun movie to have, like
1: while you're doing chores. Just put it on the TV. Well, you know, like, sure, vacuuming, yeah. and washing dishes.
2: I
0: listen. I do think the strongest part of this movie is like the visual effects. I think they're like super yeah. cool, and it's fun to see. I mean, now that we're in like such a everything is visual effects and these are like mm. true like special like actual like tangible real shoes that are like doing the soft shoe like
1: oh yeah don't just stop at the shoes don't don't bring up anymore. the
0: big the
1: huge
0: <laughs> stockings that are just walking around yeah liz legs liz just li- walking around legs
1: with two g's yeah the hose that was walking
0: yes around. the cum in the egg yeah <laughs> um yeah that's fun i mean there's there there are aspects to it that are like worth watching i don't think it's like a waste of time, um, yeah. but it's of all the all the movie musicals I've ever seen, I wouldn't be like, and I gotta see that one again <laughs> because you know the cat. It's that's the wrong voice. I don't she has a voice. great
1: oh, Peter motorcycle Griffin.
2: riding outfit in the very first scene. Oh
1: yes, with the yellow smoke.
0: I, I mean, love her skirt too, like a yeah. wool yeah. skirt. It's so good.
2: So I love this. A-
1: I love this yeah. vibe of like witch, like it's not yes. frumpy or homely. It's she's kind of pretty cozy. chic, actually. Yes. She's just a cozy witch. Cottage core.
3: Can I ask Potage this before? Cottage core we, witch.
0: Cottage yeah. core for sure. Can I ask this question before we move on? <laughs> Molly, are you a witch? Molly, <laughs> we must know. Are you a witch? <laughs> the no. Um, I must know. As a child, yes. did you have a? Did you have a bed with like a proper frame, or was it just like a bed frame where it's just like. On the bottom. Do you know what I'm saying? The difference?
2: Um, I had so first I had bunk beds. So those yeah, were obviously I framed. Do. I never
1: yeah, did with my I hated it. college was the I, I had, had, a
0: a loft had it by myself.
2: Bed. <gasps> oh, the dream so that was so obviously cool. framed as well for logistical reasons. And then, then I believe I believe when I moved into the room that I had in high school, I think my parents actually gave me their bed because they got mm. a new bed. Um, and theirs was actually a four-poster so <gasps> when i had it i think it was one of those that you could take you could take the the long post off and just have just have it be sh- a shorter like not shorter to the ground but like you just had a little bed knob on it instead of like a okay, long yeah, but yeah. when i remember being a child and my parents had like long <sighs> big uh pillars on the four sides of the bed essentially yeah, four posts yeah. um so even like taller than the ones in mm, in this movie for yeah, sure yeah, yeah. so I think that was the bed that I used when I was in high school.
1: What
0: did you have?
2: Well, growing up in the
1: Philippines, because uh to save on air conditioning, I actually grew up most of my time. We all slept in one room and I just had like a futon mattress on the floor until mm. I was like 10. Maybe. Heat rises. Heat rises? What does that mean?
0: It means heat rises. Okay. Like so it was saying you that you, been, you were cooler you the were I was on the cooler floor. on the
1: ground yeah. Yeah. yeah and then um we also had trundle beds too like growing up like so it would just pull out mm. my brother's bed would pull out and then I would sleep gotcha. on the bottom trundle I uh, actually now
2: yeah. have a japanese futon in my apartment mm. so i i am sleeping on just like a mat on the floor
1: Oh fun mm-hmm. a very yeah <sighs> minimalist love it
2: I only Adam, had, tell us about I, your bad situation. Yeah.
0: I had a bunk bed as a kid for a couple of years, and I slept on the top bunk just because I wanted to, uh, and I didn't. No one else slept in my room, so it was just <laughs> gotcha. It's just a bed, just a
1: ghost underneath.
0: Um, and then I just had like when I finally graduated to like a full or like uh, a double, I don't, whatever it's called, a full size bed.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I had it was just like the frame underneath, just like that square yes. that you. I set never
1: had a headboard right until like. When we had Yeah, I never had a headboard
0: until window. I got like an IKEA bed. Yeah. Yeah.
2: An IKEA bed that then I slept on.
0: Yes, yes, yeah. <gasps> oh, that's right. Hemnes. I,
2: I bought it from you. Yeah. Miss
0: Hemnes herself.
2: hmm
0: So I was very I've always I've I will say I'm so jealous that your parents had a four-post bed because I have always loved the idea of a four-post bed with the curtains and the mm. whole like pr- privacy.
2: I think like, they definitely never had side curtains. I don't even remember if they ever had a canopy above the bed. I think they just yeah. had the posts. Had the posts.
1: So yeah.
2: Our house growing up is extremely, not to not to the level of opulence, but the house and home alone. That <gasps> wow. Ethan Allen colonial oh, yeah. inspired yes, 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 yes. jewel oh, tone. Oh my God.
0: You're taking me Very there. much the yeah. style
2: of my house growing up.
0: Wait, that was the house we went to when we visited, right? Yeah. Not- yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. it was. Oh, do you okay, remember yeah. that?
2: I think yeah, because you—you had, you had like a long staircase in our yeah. dining room. Yeah, yeah so yeah, I yeah. think you saw the like our living room area was a lot of that sort of like colonial style. Yeah, furniture. traditional. Yeah, yeah. yeah, great.
0: I love that. I've always wanted. Yeah, I've always wanted a four-post bed. Oh well. And you know, happen. what, Adam,
1: you'll never get it. And
0: you know what, you'll never get it.
1: Especially if you want to move to Seoul, girl. Okay. You think <laughs> you're moving to Seoul?
0: Good. We're moving on. We're, you know, we're moving Did you- on. <laughs>
1: okay <laughs> okay
0: so critics let's talk about critics and the critic reception of the film um roger ebert from the chicago sun times uh, my stalwart his <laughs> honestly it's just that his whole every been. single thing is archived perfectly yeah. it's free to access i just brilliant thank you We love you. it
2: we love the historian in roger ebert
0: the Disney people seem to be drifting farther and farther away from a sympathetic understanding of what kids really enjoy at the movies. Ooh. Sometimes they try to pass off their sad, dumb movies <laughs> as, quote, oh as, quote, family entertainment so that if the kids don't like it, maybe the older members of the family will. This is a pathetic sort of self-deception self, de- self deception on their part, I guess. The Disney organization is worse when it makes, quote, family entertainment and best when it sticks to pure, simple, charming fantasy. Wow.
2: <sighs> i mean that's the harshest review i feel like we've we've heard from roger Ebert. yeah i
1: think so
2: and it does speak on the like
1: yes there is an issue of like that we should elevate you know like family entertainment and i think this definitely is like strikes at the heart of it of like uh, half-assing because it's like kids but if it's not good then it's like well the parents can catch on to some things too
0: Sometimes when you make it palatable for every single person on earth, then it just has no actual flavor whatsoever.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think that that's probably not the real reason that it didn't work. Maybe they ended up marketing it that way, but like, I don't think that it's because they were trying too hard to, to reach all the different age levels. We've seen Mm -hmm. tons of kids movies that are successfully reaching multiple age groups that are watching it. And Mm -hmm. it's not, that's not a downfall necessarily. So I don't think that's probably why it wasn't so good.
0: Um, Vincent Canby from the New York Times Shockingly I got a New York Times review This means I'll probably never be able to log on to the New York Times Again for the next like three years e- i have e- used e- my e- dogs, dogs, five free articles. articles If aside from Its technical wizardry Disney fantasy Has any truly distinguishing value I would say it is the kind of frigid perfection Represented by Julie Andrews and Mary Poppins If Bedknobs and Broomsticks is somewhat less successful than that film, it also benefits from the presence of Miss Lansbury, who is neither an especially winning singer nor dancer, but who can't help projecting a certain healthy sensuality, even in the most proper (laughs) Disney circumstances. Robert Stevenson directed the movie and Richard Sherman and Robert Sherman wrote the music and lyrics, none of which I can remember. (laughs) Nubs and Room Six opened yesterday at Radio City Music Hall, where it will be the Christmas attraction. Six weeks before Christmas, it is rushing the bu- big buying season gently and harmlessly.
2: Sure. Wow! Remember a time when six weeks before Christmas felt like it was rushing things? Let's yes. go back to that, everyone. <laughs> Let's go back to that <coughs> pace.
0: And finally, I have a true. I I didn't. I couldn't even copy and paste this because this is a scan of. The original source material from The Guardian wow. from October 7th, 1971. Wow. This is Derek Malcolm from The Guardian, and I'm going to read it in a British accent. Oh my god. Oh. Bed Knobs and Broomsticks is the latest, and I am given to understand the
3: most. No, ex- do,
1: do, uh, do, um, Clairefoy. Claire uh, yes.
0: Thank you. Say less. <laughs>
3: knobs and Broomsticks is the latest, and I am given to understand the most expensive Disney. <laughs> Angela Lansbury plays an amateur witch determined to stop the Germans invading England, who puts up three little evacuees and has great fun with them on a magic bed. <laughs> Lest you should suppose that the Disney studios have gone stark raving sexy, I'm...
2: What, what is happening? <laughs> this is perfect. This is a perfect voice for this review.
3: I must quickly add that in spite of an unfortunate recurrence of the word knob in awkward places, <laughs> the film resembles nothing so much as Mary Poppins all over again.
1: Oh my God. Was everyone
2: horny every time knob was what is, The, the, the post-sexual revolution. The British people to, to read sexual innuendo into everything never ceases um, to amaze me. Oh yeah. There's a nice animated
3: animal football game <laughs> and a good trick photography sequence when the Jerry's are rep- held by the armor of ancient battle division summoned up by a spell. Otherwise, much middling singing and dancing, including a deliciously dreadful bit of tatting about in ye old Portobello Road. uh, road. David Tomlinson does his English Fred McMurray act rather well. Miss Lansbury is as watchable as always, and the children aren't too awful. It'll it'll take a mint of money, but not mine. (laughs) This is your royal... This has been Queen Elizabeth II. <laughs> Can
2: you imagine the Queen giving her annual Christmas speech and she says, "And now for the movie review."
0: There's <laughs> in. She does like a full, like she is this, the newspaper for the day. So she's like,
3: "Yeah, for the home goods section, I've developed a banana bread recipe. <laughs> <laughs> Two cups flour."
0: <laughs> okay, <sighs> Unletterboxed. Here's what the average people say. The regular the folk. Queen. The peasants. The commoners.
2: The subjects. The
0: groundlings. Uh, Lottie says, gives it four stars and says, Paul is such an icon. <laughs> Who's your favorite kid of the three kids?
2: Mm.
0: It's, unfortunately, it's not Carrie. I gotta say, it's, it's not, not Carrie. because <laughs>
2: she truly has no personality. She no, just no, is nothing. a girl.
0: She's,
1: she's, she's, girl. Just, she's the girl. She just recited questions to like further yeah. <laughs> dialogue for other people.
2: Mm, I think I like, maybe I like Charlie the best because Charlie. Charlie has this whole trying to pull one over and make deals with people and whatever. And I, I appreciate his gumption. I did until. Another I,
0: great swindler. Yes. Of the until, theater legacy.
1: until Brown appeared. And I was like, oh, so you're just fulfilling now the swindler role. Cause really once Brown came in, he didn't have as yeah, much. Yeah, Charlie
2: got kind of undercut yeah. there. But mm-hmm. I did say that
1: the first act, Charlie, mm, so funny. Was just like just the f- bag, oh we can probably play this long like they're literally about to leave the house and they're like actually let's one eighty this whole thing I'm, mean, gonna we, I'm gonna make
0: her buy sauce <laughs> I'm gonna make her buy bangers and mash she's gonna fry some fucking food tomorrow like <laughs> tell you what kiddo
2: yeah that was weird he, that they did not New York gangster accent for it, was yeah, weird, it was weird wasn't so
0: weird it didn't feel like it was part of cr- the world yeah part of the world <laughs> the ver the was thrown off <laughs> um I would say Paul. Mm. I would say Paul was my favorite. He was a little charming, charming little.
2: And he didn't tell anybody about the medallion being in the magazine the whole time and I'll always right. reflected for that.
0: Everyone knew that that's what we were looking for. And he was like, well, you never listened. And it was like, girl, you never tried. <laughs> anyway, uh, Bethan gives this movie three stars and says seeing Mr. Brown's sexy dream about Angela Lansbury <laughs> was not on my agenda today.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's, I mean, that through the Nazis and sexy... Sexy. I
0: would say sexy Angela Lansbury was more surprising than the, <laughs> the Nazis. Nazis. I gotta be honest.
2: Because <laughs> at least they we got told a little us about bit. the Nazis in the title sequence. Of That's course right, it was right, surprising. Right, 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 right. That's true.
0: And this is the best, I think this is my favorite letterbox review so far in this entire oh. podcast series. Jorge Mall gave it three stars and says, Antifa icon Angela
1: Lansbury. <laughs> <laughs> Which? Which? Yeah. Which? 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 Okay. Say yeah. that.
2: What if we, what if we convinced a bunch of conservatives that this movie just came out? How, how much do you think they would lose their minds? And they try to cancel it? Oh, my yeah.
0: God. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Why are you shoving political, political ideology in this children's film?
2: mm
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> Genuinely is what they, that's not. not that's I'm not even making a joke right now, by the that's way. That's no. the
2: truth. That's what they would say.
1: That's what they would truth, yeah. Okay.
0: It has come to the time where we must discuss the MVP of the film. I'm going Mm. to go last.
1: Okay. Oh, wow. Bold.
0: So RJ, you're going to go first. Cool. As the person who
1: summarized the plot for us. I mean, I'll, I'll take it. I'll take Angela Lansbury. She really is so. Angela Lansbury did did the the thing. thing. She's very classy in this role. And still had a little bit of playfulness of like. I'm an apprentice witch because I was really curious about like how she's going to play off. Like I actually, I'm still figuring things out, but she was very confident that like at the very least I can do spells. Yes. I meant to make you a toad and not a rabbit. Like stuff like that felt very, I don't know, just like unique to like a character that an Angela Lansbury would play, you know? Mm -hmm. So I really liked it. Molly.
2: I'm not allowed to pick the same person. You can pick whatever you want. Might as well. I have to pick Miss Angela because I just feel Shang- like
1: hallelujah yes. hallelujah hallelujah <laughs>
2: Hallelu. uh I just feel like I am not ever gonna remember anyone else that was in this movie <laughs> I didn't feel right and I went down the list of other options mm-hmm. picking anyone except for Angela very so I'm gonna pick her as well yeah
0: well I hate to tell you you're both wrong because oh, okay. the vicar no it's cosmic creepus the cat
2: Oh. <gasps> Which is and his hair,
0: his hair. I could, I honestly, I, I have don't know no if idea if that a was a cat or if or that a was a puppet.
2: puppet. Yeah, Same. yeah, that's true. It was probably both. But then, what to did they honest. do to the cat to make its fur look like that?
0: Washed it. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> did, I don't know. It looked I don't
1: know. it I don't know how, don't know how cats. Were. It looked wool. Like it did not. I look- hope it
2: was a long-haired cat that they like shaved down in weird places, rather than being a short-haired cat that they like stuck fur onto. If, it, gave
0: extensions if <laughs> it is a puppet, it's just add it, add it to the list of great black cat puppet icons. This, this Salem, and Salem. Yeah. That's really uh, it. Yeah. But uh,
2: the remember Sabrina fan. the Teenage Witch? Maybe that's what I was trying to remember was Sabrina. Was there ever Oh, she ever Good Witch?
0: Oh Good Witch.
2: Yeah. Sabrina the Teenage Witch. You're yeah, right, she's yeah. she's
0: from the Archie comics.
2: And I watched what? that show. She really?
1: It's a, yes. Yeah. It's an Archie character, yeah. Originally. But yeah, huh. I used to watch that TV show all the time. It was on syndication, and I, I had did. a huge I crush on it. Harvey. Oh, himbo, Harvey himbo. himbo. Um, Molly, what's your closer?
2: My closer is give one of your co-hosts a cozy witch name,
1: <laughs> like Eglantine Price.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Hmm.
0: Molly, I'm going to give you Eglantine Price. <laughs> <laughs> Um. Mm, this is this is tough. This is real difficult.
1: Theodora. Who's Theod- it for? Mm, this will be for for Molly, I think. Mm. Theodora. Ah. Um. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cristalina de of the third uh, <laughs> house of. <laughs> house of uh yeah it just ends up being a drag queen name so my so my middle so my mom's so you name. gave up yeah i gave up okay, great. my mom's middle name is arabello yes, and yes. Mm. i want to say there was a character in something that i read or watched or whatever where a character's name was arabella and i always thought like oh that's such a pretty witch name so that would be my my witch drag persona her name would be arabella
0: that's to Molly. I no, gave that to, to Molly. Me. I gave that oh. to myself. That oh. wasn't the prompt. I know. It okay. wasn't
2: the prompt at all.
1: <laughs> but Arabella is a pretty name.
0: Arabella Fig from Harry Potter.
1: Mm. Oh, there's an Arabella in... Oh, I didn't know that. Arabella Twig is my drag name. I... I'm looking
2: up Witch's Herbs to give me inspiration. <sighs>
0: Molly, I've got one for you.
2: Okay.
0: Your name is Eugenia Thorpe Missile.
2: Wow, I've
1: wow. never felt so seen. Oh my god, the adventures, the adventures of Eugenia of Miss Eugenia Thorpe Missile. and it's you, yeah, going uh, town to town in like the English countryside.
0: You sell Mary yeah. Kay. <laughs>
1: No, okay. she solves like diversion? no yes and not necessarily like crimes, <laughs> but just
2: like things uh-huh. that people
1: are having a hard time with just
2: doing crimes or solving It's
1: which them. it's which it's which means murder she murder she wrote cozy
2: mystery. Cozy that someone mystery, has yes. to have done this. I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm there's sure a boy, right? series. It's gotta yeah. be. Yeah, cozy, which is cozy mysteries. Okay, I'm gonna go. For Adam, I'm gonna go with Constance Foxglove.
1: <gasps> oh, oh, elegant, and I think she's so like rich. Like though. she wears furs.
2: Yes, you know Ooh, what I mean. Okay, <laughs> she's like an old money witch. <laughs> yeah, 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 And, yes. and also because Foxglove, vintage furs, it vintage furs can be good for you, her. but it can also be lethal. And so I think it's like a what is fuzzy witch? But like if you cross her, you know what I mean.
0: Foxglove.
2: Foxglove.
0: Is that a fruit?
2: Oh my gosh, girl! You got to read a Miss Markle mystery. Sometimes people be killing each other with foxglove all over the place in those mysteries. Is it it's like, like a, a poison? It's like a flower that oh. if you give someone too much of it, it's poisonous,
1: like arsenic, almost kind of.
2: Yeah,
0: Where it might even have. It, I feel like purchase. <laughs> Shut up, foxglove.
2: I think it's pretty discoverable on a toxicology.
0: Before oh, you go have that.
2: <laughs> it's like a
1: pointy lilac. It's like a stand. Oh, it's it's so like a pointy hyacinth, almost.
0: How do you die from it? <laughs> can you can can you die from fox glove?
1: All parts of the plant are poisonous. Possibly, Possibly even, deadly even deadly if, if swallowed. Followed. How fatal.
0: Due to the presence of cardiac glycosides, mostly digitoxin, foxglove leaves are poisonous to human and may be fatal if ingested. Wow. That's wild. Death is unlikely, says University of Florida Health.
2: Okay. okay. Well, if you're reading it, Miss Marple, it's hundred well, percent. There was no there's no
0: there's no medicine back then.
2: But cozy in the nineteen twenties.
0: Yeah. But cozy witch cozy mysteries. Cozy Witch Cozy Mysteries, Miss Foxglove is here to figure it out or whatever.
1: I'm picturing like a full Poirot uh, Murder in the Orient Express, but with Eugenia Foxglove uh, mm. as like a rich patron that rode this train and it suddenly abruptly stopped. It's it's Eugenia? Wait,
2: it's Constance Foxglove. Constance. It's Constance, Constance, Constance. I'm Eugenian. Thorpe. You're
1: Eugenian. Thorpe Missile.
2: Thorpe Missile.
0: Like misanthrope, but Backwards cute. <laughs> and mistletoe gotcha. Gotcha.
2: and mistletoe. Okay, that's yeah.
1: cute. If anyone wants to make fan art of the three cozy witches, what was yours? Actually? Yeah, it's just Arabella. I Ara- think Arabella a- it's just just a one uh, Arabella one f- name. Well, give me a fun last name. Ara- Arabella Witch Hazel or uh, an herb. I did Arabella also find Nightshade
2: Rue as a as Hazel a like Nightshade. witchy Hazel,
1: Hazel Nightshade. Hazel
2: Nightshade seems a little too, too like drag. that sounds a little too like a yeah or like a-
0: <laughs> it's a little Tim Burton. It's a little Tim Burton.
2: No, I think it should be Arabella Rue.
0: R-O-U-X?
2: R-U-X. R-U-E. Oh.
1: R-U-E. It's another uh, And I'm the cook. I'm the one that cooks. It's (laughs) also a
3: street. Rue de Arabella.
1: Yes, and I'm the one that cooks. I've decided.
0: I think I'll just cook. I think that's kind of the whole.
2: Uh, You're not understanding which anymore then?
0: (laughs) I'm over it.
2: I'm over it. You, you, you can be the one who keeps the books. So you're. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be <laughs> the accountant wish.
1: That's Your much more my favorite.
0: It takes all kinds <laughs> to run a coven. A coven, which is 501c3 or whatever. Yes. Yeah. 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 I'll LLC? be the not for profit
2: status. That's yeah, that, yeah, absolutely. Do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you so much. <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> so fucking dumb. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you for listening. Now, next- Molly, do you know what we're doing next?
2: <laughs> Is it finally the one that RJ suggested?
1: Nope. <gasps> it's Mary Poppins movie. Returns. <laughs> <laughs> a double
2: wow. creature, a creature feature.
0: Creature
3: feature. I'll, yep. I'll have to
2: break my streak of not watching any of the modern Disney. All right.
0: Yeah. We'll have to see if you Let's really like it. Lin-Manuel Miranda. We'll really put it to the test <gasps> we'll in this movie. We'll put it to the
2: yeah. test. Because I've seen, I've seen a lot of his uh, work. So it's going to yeah, be she's complaining about more thing it on, on the pile, pile. <laughs> I don't know that I have. You're have a- very, very enthusiastic about tick tick boom.
0: That's true. We were
1: no, but you're you Hamilton discourse. Yeah.
0: Allegedly, there's oh, no women yeah. in Hamilton or something. Right.
2: Right. Women who aren't just in love with the male characters. I, so I'm guessing that if I ever ran just into just make him, women up, he wouldn't. He wouldn't be upset with me for that take. That's my guess.
1: Yeah. Probably not. Yeah.
2: Okay. Okay. Bye.
1: (laughs) I don't have a song.
2: Bye. In the briny, briny ocean. (laughs)
0: Thank you for listening to the best revival of a podcast, Showgaze. You can find us on social media. Adam is at Adam Noecker on Twitter. RJ is at RJFoodRocks on Instagram. And Molly is at Molly Matine on Instagram. This episode was edited and mixed by Adam Noecker. This has been an Ampliverse production. You can find our show page and more information at theampliverse.com. If you'd like to send us your own takes on the movie we just watched, reach out to us via email and we might read it aloud on the show. Our email is showgazemoviemusical@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you find your podcasts. And as always, rate, review, and subscribe to help others find the show. And now, as always, the show must go on. So stick around to hear what we're going to be watching next episode.
2: I honestly can't remember why we kept most of this stuff to begin with.
3: Don't you remember that kite? We used to love flying that with mother and father. Those days are long behind me.
2: That's I live and breathe.
3: I was blowing the coast when I got caught on a nanny. Mary Poppins, who came back? You seem hardly to have aged at all. Really? One never discusses a woman's age, Michael. Would have hoped I taught you better. What brings you here after all this time? Same thing that brought me the first time. I've come to look
1: after the Banks children.
3: Us? Oh, yes, you too. We're about to lose our home. Everything's fallen to pieces since your mother... I miss Mother.
0: Nothing's gone forever,
2: only
3: out of place. It's
2: a good thing you come along when you did, Mary Poppins.
3: How'd you do that? Do what? So you've been off filling the children's heads with stuff and nonsense. You've forgotten what it's like to be a child.
1: Everything is possible.
2: Even the impossible.